Hey, it's Zach. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. You have clicked on our hang with Sean Hook. Sean's a dope dude, a crazy good artist, and he's from Canada, and he's just a good egg. He has a really cool single out right now called Sound of Your Heart. And it's pretty freaking dope. He stopped by to tell us all about it and to talk about his life, past, present, and his future. Here it is. Enjoy. Zach Sang in the Gang. Zach Sang in the Gang radio show. The Zach Sang in the Gang radio show. I'd be a great baby daddy. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't think people understand this is a punishment. Great. Why would you not want to be a part of this? What? People in nice cars can't fart? What do I do? I'm going to vomit. Vomit. Sure. Wait. Do I have to do the headphones? You don't need to. That's totally up to you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the hair looks good. You don't want to screw with that. Thanks. How often do you get your hair cut? We gotta preserve the vanity. Yeah. Um, well, it depends. Depends if like I'm on a promo tour and I want to keep it up. Like yeah. this, the side stuff, it's like every two weeks. Grows in fast. Grows you know? in so fast. Mm-hmm. Got to keep it up to date. Yeah. Look at Dan. I mean, not, not yeah. everybody can look like Dan. Dude. Yeah, you probably understand. You probably know what's oh, up. I get my. I used to get my hair cut like every week and a half. Yeah. It grows so fast yeah. and it gets disgusting. Just yeah. insane. Are we ready to go? Zach sang the gang. Sean Hook, <laughs> hanging out in the studio with us. Thanks for the warm welcome. Yeah, I, hey, I ate with you. You you, you invited me to lunch. This is what you're going to get, you know? I appreciate it. Stuff daddy with food. It's going to have to go somewhere. Oh, God. Thanks for coming in, man. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> Sean Hook, hanging out in the studio. The, the first time we met was, um, what was the it? The Round Table. Yeah. The AMAs. The Radio Row AMAs. How scary of an experience is that one? It was it was a little intimidating, but yeah. then I kind of got into it, and I was like, "Oh, let's do more, let's go more." Like the energy was great, insane. And for for people who don't know, which is everybody, it's literally like it's this giant room just filled with like thirty different radio stations from all over the country doing their thing, interviewing artists. It, it's insane. And party favors, like yeah. each little, you know, little breath mints, little chocolates, yeah, little Twix, Twix bars, Twix bars. Yeah. Uh, unless when you came to us, like we we were expecting <laughs> gifts, we weren't giving anything out. And I didn't come empty-handed. Remember, you did. You gave me a hook. Bracelet, and, which is beautiful. What'd you do with it? Okay, here's the deal. You give me this beautiful hook bracelet. It's super fresh, super cool. Dan, who likes to say, you know, fresh and cool, was like, hey, man, really dig that bracelet. Mm-hmm. Started talking about it. You know, I let him try it on. And finally, I gave him the bracelet. You never gave it to me. I gave you the bracelet. You brought it in for me to try it on, and I gave it back. You never gave it back. That's wait, what we're missing out wait, on. Wait, now I want to know where is this bracelet? You know what? You it's have to pro- ask Zach about that one. He has it. Hey, Heather, can you look <laughs> in your studio? Or, or Keith, do you know? <laughs> I stole it. Naked Keith, <laughs> you stole really? the bracelet? Really? I've got the bracelet I wear it all the time. Do you? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's in my apartment. Are you kidding? <laughs> what? Not a joke. Stole it right off the table. You what? waited until we went on air to say this, didn't you? Oh, my God. <laughs> you took the bracelet. This is incredible. Wow. This is our life here. But, but by the way, like you're not a bracelet guy. I'll be honest. It looks pretty awesome on me, so I wear it when I go out, and it gets the ladies. <laughs> it's the hook charm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so now you know the origin of the bracelet is Sean Hook. I know. I was there when he gave it to you. That's why I wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> That's amazing. It's wow. kind of like telephone with a bracelet. Yes. Hey, at least it's going to be good use. Did he, has it gotten you laid? Do you think? Oh, yeah. It's a great hook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, good. Wow. All right. Awesome. Wow. See, it's going to some sort of use. I like it. That's all that all, That's all. that really matters. For me, like, I, you know, look, I I have dainty wrists, you know? and like, Not really. No, not at all. <laughs> is that an insult? Should we measure them? <laughs> like, it is what it is. <laughs> okay. Wow, Jill. Way to throw down and call my wrists you not dainty. You got logarists. <laughs> what? what? 
I don't have a log wrist. You do. But much. What, what's a log? This is a dainty wrist. This is. Oh. I can, Okay, yeah. You know, I thought my my wrists were nice until you started talking. I think we're getting off track. Is yeah. dainty the more tapered? Yeah, the yeah, more yeah. dainty. Yeah, skinny, I guess. But like, skinny? not okay. Dainty's the wrong, it, it, wrong way to, to describe my wrists. But like, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's get into you, man. You, Sounds good. You have such an interesting <laughs> life, and like, I I feel like I just caught up with you at lunch. Yeah. And like, I, I got a chance to like really get to know you, hear about music. But let's dive right in. You're sure. you're a Canada dude. That's right. You're super nice. No dude about it. Yeah, like no dude about it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but you've been doing music for a while. Yeah, I mean, for, yeah. for in your life, really ever, right? Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. Talk to me about the start. Like, what in Canada really brought you to music? Uh, well, early on, it was piano lessons. Yeah. Mom and dad put me in because I used to sit at a little piano and I'd make noise and uh, for hours on end. And mom and dad like, okay, we need to like solve this problem and like get someone to show them how to actually play and so that was like my <laughs> modest beginning you suck alone but we'll bring in someone to help you yeah uh, but no um to be honest like I, it was just a passion of mine and i, I after lessons i kind of excelled in it and yeah. i you know I, I continued to play in high school and got into so many different bands and jazz band and but like you didn't f around when it came to music i mean you went to a conservatory you yeah. learned from the best in canada you also played the trombone yeah. piano is not just it yeah and you were in a cover band I was Shag. Shag. It was a disco cover band. That's yeah. dope. It's, it was actually amazing and life changing. I was 17 years old. I joined the band. They already had a massive following. I had no idea what I was getting into. Yeah. Because I wasn't really into disco in high school. I was like, okay, I'm gonna join this disco band. Whatever. They told me they they were gonna pay me 200 bucks to play trombone. I was like, done. Hell yeah. So I went to the first show. It was sold out. We could drink. It was like the biggest party I've ever been a part of. And I was on stage and people were dancing to my music. I was like. This is incredible. Yeah. Is that like, in that moment, is that your first brush with like a live performance and feeling the real energy of an audience? Yeah, because any performance before that was like a band recital or like a piano recital. (laughs) And you know, when people are like sleeping in the back row. So no, this was like, a, a complete 180. And there's something <clears throat> about a cover band, right? Like, from the audience yeah. perspective, you love them instantaneously because it's their funky take on your favorites. For sure, for sure. And this particular band, the musicians were all um, graduates of the, of the music school. And so they're amazing musicians, wow. amazing following. And the music was incredible. Um, yeah, so just that that just just opened me up to it. And yeah. it's cool. Yeah. So you've you've had a few albums mm-hmm. in Canada. You know, you you released two not under Sean Hook, right? Uh, yes, that's true. Actually, wow, you really did your homework. Come on, come like, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you pronounce your last name? It's H L O O K. Yeah, Halukov. Halukov. It's a it's Russian. He said, he, t- he said Halukov, and you immediately said it wrong. Like, he said it, and then you said it wrong. Don't worry, you're not the first one. Say it's what? like he said <laughs> Joe, and you're like, John. Like- <laughs> one, one, one more time. Halukov. Halukov. Yeah. What the- but he, what? like, immediately what? was like, Holocaust. Like, wow. <laughs> no, that's, come on. That's, like, if, if, if there was, like, the most mispronounced spelling, like, Holocaust or yeah. pronunci- pronunciation, Holocaust is one of them. Yeah. Uh... Some girl was like, Sean, who closed off? It's like, Oof. I did not say close off anywhere. <laughs> she, was, she was projecting, I think. Um, yeah. So you, it's not uncommon to, to butcher it. Really. Okay. So when do you realize that you have a name that's not the easiest to say and you need to change it? When people start calling you close off or Holocaust. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, yeah, that's not good in the entertainment industry. Yeah. When they say Holocaust, <laughs> you got to change it. It's over. Sure. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd want to hang out with the Sean Holocaust. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I would have no friends, no followers, no life. <laughs> Where did Hook is? Uh, who who comes up with Hook? Is it you? Is yeah, it... you know, I, I took a, an axe to a few letters. It's still the makings of yeah, Lukov. <laughs> <laughs> Minus an L and an. And an O and an F and an F. Give <laughs> the law. So it's a completely different name, yeah, really. Yeah, it's Hook minus the law. <laughs> it sounds good. Sean Hook is a nice flow. Right? It works. And the bracelet, it all makes sense now. Exactly. <laughs> right, Keith? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're doing two albums not under Sean Hook in Canada. Yeah. You have, the, the one album is, okay, I'm going to pronounce this one wrong. The, the Cosmonaut mm-hmm. and The Girl. That's right. That is the album that you release in Canada under Sean Hook. Yes. You have like three hits from this album. You're yeah. killing it on the Hot 100 Canada charts. Yes, yeah. I mean, you, you really reached some serious success. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it, it, that album helped me get nominated for a Juno Award, which is kind of the Canadian equivalent to a Grammy yes. and, as Best New Artist. And I lost The weekend, which isn't bad because he already had stuff going down stateside. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that record was kind of like a big stepping stone for me. So, okay, and this is always the most fascinating to me. Whenever I get this, a chance to talk to a Canadian artist and somebody who, who started in music in Canada, a lot of it is attached to American artists and mm. American music. Yeah. What is, how hard is it really to rise to Canadian fame? Because you're not really just competing against your Canadian peers. You you just said it. You're competing with people like The Weeknd. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough, really. Like, you know, to be completely honest, the, the, the chance I have to release music in America, you know, a year ago, a year and a half ago, it was like, wow, is this going to happen for yeah. me? You know, and it was, it's always been a big goal of mine to, to, to make it happen. And I'm just so thankful that I had a song do so well in Canada being only Canadian, like mm-hmm. it, uh, like like you said, like we have the weekend, like Harley Rae Jepsen, Justin Bieber, obviously, but a lot of these songs are, are American productions and exactly. songs that are being promoted by big American companies, and so the reach into Canada really really helps that out. So for for just a solely domestic artist to kind of get up into you know the top ten, just being domestic, it's 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 tough, you know. So. Yeah, I'm just very thankful that, you know, the music connected. Hell yeah. Yeah. I I mean, you really did. You killed it in Canada. At what point do you realize that, like, hey, I've kind of maxed out here. Mm. You know, I can't grow to where I need to grow. I need to take my, my, my show, you know, down south. Yeah, you Does know that what? make sense on a map? Yeah, right? <laughs> no, it's true. When, when I first got into music, my goal was always to make it in America. Like, I think we were talking at lunch. I've, I've been back and forth for seven years. Yeah. And I actually first got my start here writing music for ABC. That was my first contract I ever signed was a songwriting deal. Um, when I was like 22, I came down and I had some showcases. I got introduced to ABC. Next thing you know, they started sending me work. And they're like, hey, can yeah. you write a song for the show? Knocked it out. Got it placed. Which, by the way, like, is a really... Interesting way to start. I mean, you're yeah. 22. You're a good-looking dude. I appreciate that. Doc. Instead of coming in and like like branding you and, and doing you up and, and putting you on the road, I mean, you kind of took a different approach. You composed music for TV. You wrote for TV. Yeah, I kind of just went wherever the momentum was. Like literally, like I was in Vancouver and I put well, my Canadian accent came out. <laughs> Vancouver, eh? Um, I put music up online and a music super- supervisor reached out and said, "Hey, when are you in LA next?" And I had never been at that point. And I was like. I'll be there next week and yeah. hopped on a plane, came down, played a showcase, met ABC. They offered me this deal after that. And kind of that's, I just kept following the momentum. Interesting way to get your foot in the door. Yeah. And you saw a different side of the industry. Were you writing 
based on episodes, or were you writing songs and then having them placed in episodes? It was all over the place. I think most of it was the, the songs that I did place were songs that they basically said, okay, here's a scene, here's an episode. Okay. Um, go right to it. Sometimes, I like a, a really cool project I did was for a show called Eli Stone, and the composer sent me this beautiful composed piece. No, st- no structure, like no, like here's the verse, here's the chorus. But like, hey, do you want to try make it a song? And I was like, sure. So I tried two things, and I we got two songs, and they were the main songs of the show wow. from that. So it was really cool. It like flew me down, put me in this big studio with an orchestra, and it was awesome. That's insane. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a really cool start. I mean, that's an in- I, a cool start. <laughs> you learn a lot. Yeah, yeah. When you look back at that phase of your career, what do you feel like you learned the most? Like, What piece of knowledge do you utilize today that you learned while you were writing songs for TV? You know, I think I, I, I've I've learned to be more um, more open. Really, like the the collaboration process really taught me a lot because I I learned a lot from big writers and big producers how how they work, how to be more efficient, how to you know just get to the heart of the matter and not not necessarily just rely on like this magic. You know, songwriting is magic, but as soon as you start telling yourself, "Oh, I'm doing something great. This is amazing. This is amazing," mm-hmm. you know, that can be Sometimes that can be good, but but a lot of times it's like you're just serving your ego. Yeah. Um, and so I guess I don't know. I think the more you can get rid of away from the ego and 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 get in a room with honest people, you you create better work. And we were talking about that at lunch. I mean, you were saying you understand and you know where your weaknesses are. Yeah. In that creative song production process. Yeah. And you build upon your weaknesses. For you, sure. You know what you bring to the table. Yeah, like a lot of times I can be my worst enemy. Like I'm, I'm, I'm super critical of what I do. So when I'm writing a song by myself, sometimes it'll take me a long time to get it done. And usually yeah. it takes me a while to get it done because I'm just so critical of every move. And I might be axing a really good idea. And so that's the struggle I find. And that's, I guess that would be my weakness. Is that a self-realization or is that your manager saying, you got to work on this? It's, it's a self-realization because before it gets to my manager, I go through that pro- process of just like, oh, I love this. Oh, this is cool. Oh, I, I don't have anything this week. Sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, <clears throat> yeah, I find when I'm with, with someone I trust musically um, and I'm creating, you know, I kind of use it as a soundboard and, and vice versa. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. Sound of your heart. Single right now. You vibing with it? Feeling yeah. good? Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing. Like it's been a, a surprise in a good way. Like when I wrote that song, it was the same pro- process I've I've done with with all my songs, and this one just really connected. So I'm just I'm just excited and stoked. It is. And we were go- again like we were talking about it at lunch. Yeah. And I want to get into it a little bit. And what's end of your heart? Is that a song when you walk into the studio? Did you know where you wanted to go with it? Was there a lyric? Where did it start from? Yeah, well, that was another uh, another collaboration. There was another writer in the room, uh, Todd Clark, and a producer a guy that goes by Cause, who's nominated for two Grammys this year for a song Hell called yeah. "Black or the Berry." Kendrick Ooh. Lamar, awesome writer, like super talented people. And yeah, we just walked into the room, and actually, Todd had like the melody idea, uh, like for the first part of the the chorus, and we just went off of that and and just built from there, and just started talking about dialogue. What what does this feel like? And then I sat down on the piano and I started playing with the different chords and the arrangements and then we had the chorus and it took forever to get this verse and then I was just like fed up and I started being like what if it was like like no lyrics but the the melody that became the verse yeah and we're like yeah let's go with that so it was just a lot of it's like building or putting a puzzle together one step at a time yeah that's really cool that's really really cool 
I want to be in a studio with someone watching them create like that. I think that'd be mm. really interesting. Very fascinating. And I, I, the interesting dynamic, because at the end of the day, I mean, a song like that, Scent of Your Heart, it's yours, really. Mm-hmm. And it's coming from, you know, your point of view, your yeah. voice. It's it, it, Whether it was personal to begin with. Yeah. You know, whether it was or not, it becomes personal. Yeah, and that's what I always do. Like, I always bring it to a personal place. Like, you know, whether someone brings in a melody idea or a lyric idea or a concept, it's like, how does that song relate to me? And and how can I get that point across in three minutes and not sound like I'm being redundant or stealing yeah. from someone else? And that's the challenge of it. Um, and it, it is. It's, it's it, it can be like work sometimes. Is it hard not to sound like you're stealing from somebody else? Because, you know... A lot of people have sat in that chair, mm. and everybody has different theories and different workarounds and different ways that they do it. Yeah. But you know, a lot of really great musicians and a lot of really great songwriters learn heavily mm. from things that have, you know, classics and some of the yeah. most legendary songs and the most legendary artists, and they build from there. They yeah. they utilize their own twist. They they take apart a song and they, they they screw with the melody and they screw you know they take it apart. Yeah. Is there sounds and remnants of you know other iconic music yeah yeah but they kind of they 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 play off of it right right what is that like for you because it must be a struggle to sound original i guess so i think i think if the approach was like okay let's maybe take something from somewhere else and see how i can do it i think if that was like the way i walked into it it would be challenging but i really i'm i'm kind of one of those guys that i feel like i'm making something unique when i'm starting now there's been instances where i'll be like i love it and then like wait that kind of sounds like something else. And I go back, I'm like, oh crap, that's like blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, I got to go you, back to the drawing board. It's more of a subconscious thing. Exactly. You could be affected and not even know. Yeah. Well, every time you're listed on the internet, your genre is pop, electric, rock. <laughs> right. Is that, do you want, that's a No, it's good, good actually. Thing? I think because that's, the, I do, I, I think there was a big classic rock phase in my life that I listened to a lot in like high school. And then now I'm like really into indie electronic music. I know you and I were talking yeah. briefly about the years and years. Um, and I consider that kind of indie electronic. Um, and then, yeah, I think there's soul influences as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's good to have that description because I feel like it is appropriate. Do you think descriptions like that would limit art? Do you go at it with that description in mind or do you just go wherever no, it goes, I, it goes? Yeah, I think like se- like sessions right now, I walk in, I say, listen, guys, this is kind of what's working for me. Um, you know, because sometimes you walk in a session and a producer will be like, Hey, I've got this really sick beat, bro. Like, we just need like a cool little melody, and like, let's try make this beat sound good. Yeah, that's not. How... Are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> wait, your watch is ringing. Who is that? Apple Watch. It is. Oh my god. He was just going that's into so like cool. how I he can answer it. the call. Answer it. Uh, no, I'm afraid. I don't who know who it? this is. Do it. Who is this? Is it like? I mean, is it like speakerphone on the? No, you'll see, I don't know. Right? This is scary. This could be scary. I might have. I might have missed it. Doesn't even work. Uh-oh. Hello. Oh, call ended. Oh, thank wait, God. Wait, do you like, does it speak to you like Kim Possible? Yeah. Like, yeah, we talked about this. At, yeah. So funny. I know, like, it's Inspector Gadget. Can you put it on? Oh, wait, um, are you, hello? Hello? Can you put it on like silent? Like, can you put your watch on silent? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I totally forgot. No, 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 I don't up. mean like do it. I just was like, like, I don't know anything about Apple Watches. Yeah, you can't, but there's some, obviously <laughs> He's there's, just like pecking at there's it. Some, <laughs> there's some bugs with the watch here. Do not disturb is on. Who uh, got you the watch? Did you get it for yourself? My girlfriend got it for me. That's and a good we're gift. Like, we're just a cliche couple because I got her one as well. <laughs> wow. Dude, she lives in Portland. No judging, Isn't right? That, like, this is not a, a free, cool... judge-free environment. <laughs> but, but isn't like, Apple Watch is not cool in Portland, you know? Yeah, yeah, maybe it's they not. They want a watch made out of like wood and shit, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> I carved this one oh, fresh. But it has to breathe fire and play bagpipes. Have you seen that guy? <laughs> the Portland dude? Have you no. seen? He's like a viral phenomenon. Yes, Keith is not in his head. That's what's <laughs> of up. Of course, Keith. Of course. Yes. He's got the bracelet. He knows what's up. Um, <laughs> there's a guy that rides a unicycle. He wears a Darth Vader mask. He oh, plays yeah. the bagpipe and he breathes fire somehow or wow. fire comes out of the back uh, I, I want to host a party just to have him there oh. he shows up at like all like the, the beer festivals and Wait, like that's the guy that's my dad <laughs> oh. my dad lives in Portland wow. I don't know where we were at the song <laughs> no. I feel like I was getting to a moment <laughs> you were you were you were like the moment was here you're like right there yeah and then the phone we're rang. about to connect the dot like having this serious songwriting conversation we, we, we were talking about you walk into the studio, working with producers, they might have a beat, they oh. might just be asking you for a melody, and that doesn't work for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I th- I'm beginning to learn, because the success of Sound of Your Heart, really, the song is, there's not much going on in terms of production. It's yeah. just, you can hear my vocals really well, the story's tight, the melody's really tight, and I guess those, that's what I worry about most, not necessarily genre. I will think about tempo and feel, but... I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't walk in and be like, hey, we're going to do a country song today. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm not going to be country. Yeah. That's not my style. But I don't know. It's mm-hmm. more of a vibe. What do you think today connects with listeners? Like, do you listen to Top 40 Radio, yeah. I'm sure, and pop music and yeah. stuff. I mean, is it the lyrics? Is it the pulled back, stripped down production? You yeah. know, is it more of a story? What is it? Well, I mean, I, I'm old school. I think I think it's the story and the song, the song number one, and I guess it's a bit... The combination of everything. I mean, there's a reason Adele's at the top of the charts. Yeah. There's the, the production is just accompanying accompanying her amazing vocal, the amazing songwriting craftsmanship and, and the that, story. And it comes to the top. Exactly. I fe- I feel like there's other songs out there that are just they sound good. Yeah. Sonically. That they might be a bit more gimmicky, a little more kitschy, I guess is the word. Um, but they, I can't speak for everybody because everyone everyone has a different vibe in terms of what they think is great. But of course, but I think there's also like the facts sometimes, right? So yeah. that kitschy, you know, very yeah. very hook based song, yeah. you know, heavy production, it's going to do well, but the shelf life might not be there. Right. Whereas an Adele album that has a story and it's stripped back and yeah. it's genuine and it's pure. Yeah. That album is going to last forever. And, for sure. And I knew, you know, it wasn't the fact that she sold six and a half million records that like solidified it for me. That was one of the reasons. Yeah. But I was talking to my friend Craig and his dad is in his 70s and he, he was telling me that his dad bought his friend who's in his 60s. He's yeah. a dude. Yeah. Adele's album for Christmas. Yeah. So great. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. She's a timeless artist. And I think that's key is to, for me anyways is to write timeless music. And, and that's what I gravitate towards more. Like yeah. that song will be just as big 50 years from now. We'll be gone, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but it will live <laughs> on. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Like I saw Elton John last night and there's a reason why everyone was standing up after every one of his songs because... He is. It doesn't get better than that. No, it doesn't. He's at like he's a classic, and 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 he's a great piano player, a great singer, a great everything. And to me, he checks all the boxes on why. Yeah. Obviously, and I think Adele's in that same category. She's exactly. she's already a, a living legend and classic. Does the next Elton John exist today? Do we have do we have songs that will be played for the next fifty, sixty, seventy years that doesn't belong to Adele? Yeah, I think so. I, I think Bruno Mars is 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 on his way. I think he's he's. A legendary artist in the making. Yeah, um, this guy named Sean Hook. No, <laughs> um, no but, but I, as- I aspire. I aspire to be like that. And if I can ever get half the quarter of or the eighth of yeah. that career, that 
be amazing. Like when you watch Elton John, do you just walk away like fired up and just <laughs> passion forward? Yeah, I, t- I was telling DJ last night. I was like whispering in his ears, like I cannot wait to play tomorrow. Hell like, yeah! It's just I wanted, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to be on stage so bad last. Night. He was bringing up guest artists. He brought up Shawn Mendes and Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato, and I'm just like, oh my god! I mean, he is <clears> the. <throat> Like he is the pinnacle. I know. It's it was awesome. In, it was incredible. Incredible. How's it? You you're living in LA now since January first officially. Yeah. You've been coming back and forth from Canada for like eight years, you said. Yeah. Your girlfriend's in Portland. Mm-hmm. When does she join you? This weekend. <laughs> so is she coming she's coming down for good. Uh, yeah. Are you gonna drive to Portland and move her stuff? How is she getting here? She's coming out with her dad. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, help her out. What does dad think about her moving in with you? You know what? We've been together for like two and a half years and it's been a long distance for wow. two and a half years. Uh, so I feel like, you know, it's time. It's oh, time for us to that take That could be risky, step. though. Could be risky. Two years, long distance. Now you're moving in together. Yeah. That could go either way. It could. What's the longest time you've spent together? I think like three weeks to a month. That's not bad. You yeah. get you really can know somebody by a month. You really yeah. can. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like we, we're pretty good together. We're probably better together. I'm like less distracted. That's good. <laughs> if that makes any no, sense. No, <laughs> my friend Craig is going through the same thing. His girlfriend's in London. Yeah. They've been dating for three and a half years, but they've spent like two weeks to like a month and a half together, like straight. Yeah. And I asked him the other day, I said like, are you afraid when it's time for you guys to come together and live together and start your life that it's not going to be the same? Yeah. And he said like instantaneously with the most confidence, like hell no. Yeah. You know, like, he knows her. Like, yeah. you get a feel for someone. It's true. You it's have true. an understanding, and there's a, a sense of, like, I think, like, one of the big things, like, as I'm, like, looking for a roommate, being comfortable with someone is key. Yeah. You know? As long as you're comfortable with someone, everything it's like else the, falls into the, place. It's like the road trip test. I think you can yeah. find out really quick if you click with someone, like, two hours in a car. Not even. Yeah. We Spot passed on. the road trip test. <laughs> <laughs> Winner. Dude, 2016 is going to be an awesome year for you. Thank you. I hope so. <laughs> when you look ahead, I mean, what do you see? Ah, I mean, I just have to pitch myself because, like, there's some really cool opportunities coming up every week. Like, yeah. next week I'm going out to New York and I'm playing Michael and Kelly. Come on. Yeah. It's Michael like, Strahan is America's sweetheart. Yeah, or Kelly and Michael, however they want to pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, Kelly and Michael. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't do that to Kelly Ripa. I don't I think won't. Like that, No, yeah. Kelly and Michael. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Sister's been fighting for that number one spot. She deserves <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, so that that's really cool. And then just, you know, meeting people like yourself. I mean, you're no slouch. Yeah. I mean, come on. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for them. You know, I don't know what you do their bracelet, but still, I'll I, give you cred. It's working. No, I know. I know. know? I, I know. It's in better hands there. That, I think you might be right. Uh, <laughs> yes, naked Keith. Zach, I think you're a terrific slouch. Thank you. <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you, Keith. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, I mean, okay, so Kelly and Michael is going to be huge. Yeah. And just soaking in the United States. Yeah. I mean, but there's also a bit of like, you know, I've had, I've had a great, you know, um, <laughs> I catch myself. Um, it's been a great start, but I know it's going to take a lot of work and a, and a lot more impressions in America to yeah. get to where I want to go. Like, this is just the start for me, and, and I just I want to show up every day and make sure that, you know, I'm at my best, and hopefully I can take in the rest of America, And but, you know. Dude, you got to do some radio promo, get them out there to some really cool parts of America. Where have you gone so far? Miami, Orlando, Tampa Bay, Washington, Baltimore, Good. New York, like all over, like the, like the big... Big centers, Minneapolis. You need to do Middle America, man. That's next. North Dakota. <laughs> That's South next. Da- South Dakota, Kansas. I went to South Dakota once, and really? I got in a ta- so I got in a taxi cab, and the guy goes, "Make sure um, you stay away from the girls with the dolphin tattoos." 
And I was like, what? 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 Why does that? What, what does that mean? He's like, just just watch out for the girls with the dolphin tattoos. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. And I, I was I was there for a wedding. My my buddy played baseball down there, and he married a girl down there. And one of the girls in the wedding party had a dolphin tattoo. So Whoa. I don't know what the meaning is. I kind of I have a theory of what it is. Does she have a flipper? Do you know? <laughs> do you, I don't know. But if anyone knows what that means, can they call in? What do you think it means? Yeah, I mean seriously, because well, like, I think he was alluding that they're they're. I don't want to put anyone under the bus, you know. But whoever has a dolphin tattoo. <laughs> Goosey goosey. Is that what you're saying? I don't is know. That like a, is, like a, is it a pack there? North Dakota or South Dakota? South. Okay. We're all, I mean, we could ask them, but I, I, do you know, Keith? Of course you know, you sexual deviant. I feel like those girls are out there with a very specific purpose. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, poor <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, my Jesus. God. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna find this out. I'm, curious, and I'm gonna let you I'm know. I'm curious to know. Yeah, no, now I need to know. <laughs> I want to know if there's a secret gang going around South Dakota of just loose girls with dolphin tattoos. Like I, I, loose girls, loose girls. You know, ready to do it. No, ready I, I to get do it. it. No, yeah, no, we, we know we what it means. We understand. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Set of your heart, Sean Hook. You're gonna perform for us, and I'm yes. so excited. Beyond, like I, I've been watching you on YouTube. That's been my main source of Sean Hook entertainment. <laughs> I really enjoy it. I, y- you were talking about Red Light? Yeah. I love that song, too. Thank you. That was your first single. Yeah. Dope song. Thank really you. Really cool music video, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. All around, like, <clears throat> I'm a fan. You've hooked me, Sean Hook. Thank you. I'll bring you another bracelet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Keith, touch the bracelet. I dare you. <laughs> do we like Sean Hook? Yeah, I'm a hookster. Oh, yeah. Do you have any... Do you have any th- <laughs> I first when I read this, I was like, they're called hookers. That's a little weird. Oh. Uh, no, you hookers. call your fans hookers? No. 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 Come on. They're hookers, but if you look at it quickly, it just looks like hookers. You performed on stage with Ellen John? I did. Not last night. You bring up Ellen John, you don't even bring up your performance well, with Ellen John? because I was basically... So it was a cool thing. Um, yeah. Elton was doing a, something for his charity. Uh, for The show was called... Uh, what was it? Fashion Cares? What was it? Was it Fashion Cares? Wait, you had, you're a Guinness Book of World Records holder. Yes. Okay, we'll stick with Ellen okay, John Okay, so now. I was on tour, and I got a call from a producer of the show being, um, Elton's invited you and a select amount of Canadian artists on stage to perform with him. I was like, are you kidding? All right, cool. So it was me and like 12 other, 12 other artists, and we were background singers, essentially. So we show up to soundcheck. We learn like these really complex background parts, and we're looking at each other. I was... Do you know Chantal Kraviazic? She's an artist from Canada. I've heard the name I'm before. I don't know her. On a jet plane, don't know when I'll be back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. So she was <laughs> I know that song. with me, and, and Serena Ryder was the other singer that I was sitting beside, and Serena's an amazing vocalist, and we're looking at each other like, these are like some complex backgrounds. So rehearsal, everyone's going in hard, like, we want to get this right, and we want to nail this. And you're talking like some world-class artists. Yeah. So Showtime comes around, and we, we're the last song before the encore. So we all come out, we're ready to go, like we start singing our parts and like, n- we're like, look, can you hear us? I'm like, I don't hear myself. His, our mics were off. <laughs> like our mics were not working. <laughs> no, for real. For real. Do you think it was done on purpose? I think so. Yeah. I think he probably was like, I want, because he, he wasn't at soundcheck. I think he got his team to record it and was wow. like, oh, let's hear how it sounds. <laughs> and wow. he was like, this is rubbish. This ain't going behind me. Yeah. But at least he was nice. Like he didn't want to tell you, yeah. hey- 
you guys weren't that great. Yeah, and there were some people that were taking liberties too. Like there were some drunk people on stage, and it's probably a smart thing. Yeah, like you can't do it. It's yeah. Alan John. Yeah. Did he have the red piano? No, it was a black piano. Okay. That red piano last night was amazing. It was nice. So jealous. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> One day. Yeah, it'd be incredible. Wait, you're, you, but you have a Guinness Book of World Record? Yeah. You're, for what? Uh, standing on a Swiss exercise ball for the longest time in the world. What? How long? It was three hours and 16 <laughs> minutes and six seconds. Like one of those blood <laughs> things you what? see at the gym where you do ad workouts yeah. on? Yeah. How yeah. Did, yeah, one of those see? guys. What? <laughs> um, are you like kidding? That? No, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being completely honest. <laughs> so... As you know, I'm from Canada, and when you're born, you get fitted for skates, and I played a lot of hockey okay. growing up, and I used to do, <laughs> I used to train with the Swiss exercise ball. I would, to the point where I would jump up with barbells and do squats oh, on the I- ball, and then I'd set up like six other balls, <laughs> and I'd jump from ball to ball at the gym, and it became like this thing. I was obsessed with working out on the ball. I, I wanted to join the Cirque du Soleil at one point. <laughs> what? That's crazy. It is crazy. And I, I was obsessed with like Guinness World Records as a kid. I was like, oh, these are so cool. Those are the only books I'd read. I was like, oh, wow, what an impressive feat. Uh, <laughs> so fast forward to adulthood, kind of, end of adolescence. And my, my dad saw the guy break uh, the world record for standing on a ball at Stonehenge. And he was like, oh, this was so hard. After 40 minutes, my legs were shaking. I was like, Come 40 on. minutes. You like, pansy. Exactly. I was like, BS. Like, dad, I do it at the gym all the time. He's like, well, why don't you. Get the record then. Why don't you apply? I was like, okay. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I contacted Guinness. They hit me back and they're like, your town's so small. We can't send someone there. But <laughs> if you do this, 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 and this, and do the record and prove that you did the record by doing this, 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 and this, then you can be eligible. Okay. So I did. One was like, I had to get a police officer, a school teacher, a witness wow. form, do it in a public place, get media to cover it, and, 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 and document it. So you did three hours and forty five minutes. No, uh, sixteen minutes and six seconds. I wanted Wait, to beat 16 it. Sixteen minutes. Yeah, I wanted okay. to beat it by an hour. That was my goal. So the the original record was like two hours and ten minutes. Okay. Those six minutes for me being like, should I jump off? Should I stay on? Should I jump off? I should stay on. I should keep going. Nah, but it's been an hour. So I like. Was, <laughs> I I should have stayed on. Like looking back, because like I didn't get off when <laughs> I was tired. <laughs> Um, when did you get off (laughs) well thanks for asking (laughs) Um, I got off after onto another ball I jumped off to another ball I was like yo Guinness I could still do this I'm out (laughs) wow Wow. Is there a video of this somewhere? There, there is actually what was the last time you what was that Uh, oh you sent it to Ellen well Ellen yeah Ellen, um, so my mom <laughs> was watching Ellen DeGeneres and was like, hey, Ellen's looking for people with weird talent. Why don't you send oh, me a video of the record? I'm like, okay, mom. So I like sent Ellen a letter like, dear Ellen, my name is Sean Holukov. I broke a Guinness World Record for standing on a Swiss exercise, blah, blah, blah. Send it to Ellen. I'm like, yeah, we're, like, we're ever going to hear back. A week later, I got a letter. Ellen DeGeneres, this is Ellen. I got a letter from someone named Sean Hukunov. Sean Hukuna, there's like a whole like 30 second video of her like butchering my name, That's reading my letter. Got on Ellen, uh, not personally the video. I, I lost to a four year old drummer in her little talent show. <sighs> anyway, what a jerk. I know. No. I don't know where, well, I wonder where he is now. But, um, he, oh, that's Justin yeah, Bieber. Yeah. He's Justin Bieber. Or he's in the seventh grade learning. <laughs> Probably. <you know? laughs> he was four years old. <laughs> he's coloring, he's learning how to spell. Oh my god! But I made a video of me. Uh, it's called "Dear Ellen." I'm more than just a ball jumper. I wrote a, 
I wrote a song and a video, and you can watch it on YouTube. You know, Ellen, I just <laughs> jump from ball to ball. I'm so much more than that. Yeah, I got something for you to check out later when we leave. Yeah, please. Yeah. When was the last time you just stood on a ball? I don't know, man. It's been a while. I put the ball behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I left the ball in Canada and came to Hollywood. I'm off the ball, man. Uh, wow, you're an avid golfer. What do you not do? <laughs> this is his dating profile. <laughs> it literally, I think they got that off of my dating profile. Match.com? <laughs> so um, you, you like golf? Golf's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, by avid, do, do you, like, he goes, do, I'll ask the record label, do you mean he goes weekly golfing or like? I used to when okay. I had a, like, I had a, a regular life schedule. But now no more. No more time. Yeah. No more time for golf. Now it's just Tiger Woods golf on the plane. Because <laughs> he sells a game in 2012, which pre his fiasco's. All right. <laughs> and it's an addictive game. That's the only golf I'm getting these days. Yeah. My dad tried to teach me how to play golf. My dad's a really good golfer. Yeah? He tried twice. Avid? I hit him with the... The, the, <laughs> the ball? The, the club. Oh. Yeah. He gave up. How do you hit him with a club? Well, I'm just... I mean, look at me. Do I, I don't do that. Like, I don't do sports. I don't do anything physical. It's just... I have no idea what I'm doing. But it's human nature to get out... Like, well, why? I was just... He was, like, trying to, like, do the thing and, like, I don't know. It was... It was a while ago, and, like, it's never happened since. And, like, sometimes, like, now, like, every three years, he'll just, like, do the plate thing. And, like, when he comes out here, he likes to go golfing. And he'll yeah. be like, hey, Zach, you want to go golfing? And, like, he'll give me 30 seconds to say something. I'll say nothing, and then he just walks away. Mm. And that's it. So <laughs> All right. Now you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> sound of your heart. Uh, good to know that you could uh, you can stand on balls. <laughs> You play golf, you got some hooksters in your life, and you know what a dolphin tattoo doesn't mean. Exactly. Um, learned a lot about you, Sean Hook. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time to go through my dating profile. Thanks for hanging out, man. My pleasure. <laughs> oh, it's good. Zach Sang and the gang. Hey, hope you enjoyed our hang with Sean Hook. Pretty freaking cool, right? Not a bad dude. I like him. Well, if you enjoy what you heard, you got to check out more of our podcasts right here. And check us out, ZSATG, over on Twitter and Insta. Or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Zach Sang and the Gang. Please be safe, do not die, and don't go to jail. Peace and love. Until next time.